Welcome to the podcast. Are you ready to thrive? You've tuned in to the most joy-filled podcast on the internet. Just like finding that bonus French fry at the bottom of the bag. Welcome to The Last Try with Patrick and Deacon B. So, with the wonders of modern technology, ladies and gentlemen, I am coming to you from the great state of Texas. Patrick, you're fresh back from... Omaha, Nebraska. And apparently also... Iowa. And Iowa, yes, I know. It's like we just had this conversation like thirty seconds ago. So much for show prep. I kind of caught you off there. Yeah, so uh, we both we both are either on the road or fresh back from the road. Yes, and uh, I thought it'd be kind of fun to just talk about uh, traveling in the fall here just a little bit because uh, it was it was a unique experience uh, getting out there. And uh, getting getting out of the getting out of Colorado and getting out of New Mexico and and you guys hit the road we hit the air yes and we both had great adventures and so I thought it'd be kind of fun traveling with the fall and apparently so one of the school districts in our in our city has a two week fall break can you imagine that a two, two week. weeks two weeks what for fall break I remember we used to get one day at the school where I was teaching yeah so. They got two weeks for fall break. I don't know if the colleges do it, but we had a crack of dawn flight. You know, one of those flights that, you know, takes off at seven. So you have to get to the airport by, you know, six. So you have to leave the house at 445. And, mm-hmm. But usually our little airport in Colorado Springs is, is pretty empty. I mean, usually we can go from our front door to the gate uh, in yeah, maybe 40 minutes, Okay, you know, through security, the whole nine yards. Sure. Uh, no, not so much this time. So we, uh, we get there and we come up the escalator and there's the security line, which is far. Do you remember, remember a Christmas story where the little kids want to go see Santa and mm-hmm. they're standing in line and the guy's like, Hey kid, this is the end of the line. The line starts there. Yes. You know, and the kid's like, the line to see Santa went all the way back to Terre Haute. Yeah. So that's how this one was. <laughs> so we were we were in Terre Haute at the back of the Santa line. No. And they had one TSA agent working the the main check-in line and one working the TSA pre-check line. Oh no. So of course the TSA pre-check was like but yeah, we had one person for the longest time. And it was it was tight. So I look at my watch, and now it's getting closer, and now mm-hmm. it's time to start boarding. And so we were we were and with my mom, oh, and so we got extra stuff, and she had to check her bags, and and we're trying to get through security, and and I'm putting like we we just cleared security, and I'm putting on my shoes and my belt, and you know doing the the anti strip tease that you have to do to go through security, mm-hmm. and I hear this uh, attention in the terminal. All passengers for flight 1507 to Dallas, your plane is boarding. <laughs> I'm in security still. And my plane is boarding. And I was going, oh, you got to be kidding me. This was usually, it's like usually, for, it took us, it probably took us 20, 25 minutes to get through security. And it usually takes, you know, maybe 10, maybe, maybe five sometimes. Yeah. 
So we booked it onto the gate and literally as we were, you know, cause we had our little Southwest boarding numbers and, and, but as our, as our row was going into the plane, we walked right up and walked right in. It's, it was, we made it, but it was a little stressful. Yeah. A little bit stressful. So stressful. So, so darn stressful. So, um, but the flight is, and shout out to all the Southwest flight attendants. You do an amazing job. Oh, as, as we all have a special, special place in our hearts for yes. the Southwest flight attendants. And I, and after that, after that, if you're wondering what we're talking about, go back and check out uh, a few shows ago where we had some guest speakers from Southwest and they were fantastic. And yeah. they talked about uh, how they kind of look at people and kind of categorize them. And so I always feel so categorized as I, <laughs> as I walk on a Southwest plane. Like, hey, how, to, how did I fit in? In fact, I doesn't even want to ask him. How did I do? Am I <laughs> am I your go-to? What am I? How'd you how'd you peg me? How was I classified? <laughs> how was I classified? What am I? <laughs> um, but but we landed fine and and you know got the got the luggage and my son came to the airport and they picked us up and it was lovely. It's been a lovely lovely trip. So so it was direct uh, from Colorado Springs to Colorado Houston? Springs to to Dallas. Dallas, I'm sorry, Dallas. That's right. Yeah, that's nice. Yep. No, nowhere nice. I go in Albuquerque from Albuquerque is a direct flight. No, unless that's except for unless you're going to Denver. To that, or yeah. you're like to or, Denver or Dallas. If you're right, then get straight. Right, but if you want to go anywhere else in the United States, you are changing planes at least once. Yeah. No doubt. So, yeah. Well, very no good. Doubt. So yeah. So how was the? Uh, so you you were on the road again. You were, yep. Did you crank out? Did you crank the Willie Nelson and and <laughs> on the road again with with your lovely bride? So we went to Omaha, Nebraska for a wedding for one of Stephanie's cousins and wedding was lovely, but we left here on a Thursday. And when I say we, it was Maxwell and I, my son and I left, my wife had to fly out because she had a work obligation on Friday that she was very glad she stayed behind for jumped on a plane. And actually she and her sister who works at Southwest flew on the same flight. That was just sort of happenstance. And uh, so they enjoyed some time together. So anyway, Maxwell and I, uh, divvied up the trip in two days. We did some of it on Thursday and the balance of it on Friday into Omaha. And uh, Maxwell had a, a predetermined route he wanted us to take, which included us going through Amarillo. Now, mind you, I'm going to Nebraska, Omaha, okay. the whole east side there. And because he wanted beautiful to be drive, I understand it's that whole, yeah. you know, yeah. eastern eastern New Mexico, west Texas, beautiful. Yeah, well, or, it's or yeah. not. Well, we, we were hoping to see some wildlife. We actually saw some on the way home on Sunday. Uh, we actually got to see some, I think it was antelope out there, um, but nothing, nothing on the way there. Uh, a little bit flat, but it wasn't bad. And most of it was in the dark because we left in the afternoon. So oh, yeah, we get to Amarillo and we eat at the Big Texan. And oh. for those of you who are familiar with it, you know what their claim to fame is. If you don't know, uh, they have a, a challenge where you can eat a 72 ounce steak. 72 ounces. And that, but that's not the cha- that, that's only a part of the challenge. It also includes one dinner roll, which are yeah. effervescently light. They're just these little puffs of air, delicious, okay. buttery puffs of air. A salad, a little side salad, not a okay. big one, just a nice little side salad. Okay, a uh, potato, fries. as I saw. Yeah, I think it's fries or a potato. I think they, I think they can choose their starch. Right, and I think, and I think you have to eat the whole tinfoil, don't you? Wasn't that part no, of the no, deal? No, you no, have no, to no, get no, a baked potato yeah, and, no. and eat the tinfoil and no. a shrimp cocktail. Shrimp. I think he's like five shrimp or something. So that's right. the chat. And they have to eat the whole thing in 60 minutes. 60 minutes with no barfing. 
Okay. Right. So, So they put you on this elevated little deal. So you're sitting above everybody else in the room and no one can touch you or the plate and you cannot stand up. Once you're seated, you must remain seated. Okay. There's no walking around or any of that jazz. And, um, you get the 60 seconds and, oh, and, and you cannot, you cannot make room. You have to keep it all down. Right. And there's a little contract you sign, a little kind of a terms and conditions. Do they, if you will. do they do dessert as well? Uh, no, dessert is not part of it. That's not part of it. No, Although okay. if you win, you get this monstrous piece of cake and their, their cake slices range from nine ninety five to I think thirteen ninety five. Great. Like uh, maybe 11. So the carrot cake and the chocolate cake, I think were 11.95 and some of the other little, like a vanilla cake or whatever was like 9.95 and they had cheesecake. Anyway, they're huge, huge pieces. They're like four or five layer. Oh my gosh. Right. So huge. And uh, while we were there, three guys, well, when we got there, one guy was already about halfway through. And while we were there, two other guys jumped up to do the challenge. And one was a 14 year old kid. Good grief. So what's the deal? If you if you eat it, it's free. If you don't, is it like 120 bucks or no. $350 yeah, or something? Very what's good question. So if you eat it all, if you do it in the 60 minutes, you get it for free. And I think you get a t-shirt and you get to go on their bragging wall. If you don't, it's only 75 bucks. Well, that's not, yeah. 75 bucks for all that food. And, yeah. you, and you can take it home. Like if you don't finish if you it, don't you finish it, it it's, your, it's, it's your meal. You do it's whatever It's your meal. Yep. So, uh, so the one guy, the guy that was already underway when we got there, he actually did it. Wow. I mean, he had did everybody clap? Was it that they blow a horn or fireworks or anything? Yeah. Uh, one of the waitresses get up there ah, and we clapped and he got his, and then he takes, they're, they're so full. They just take their slab of cake and it's huge people. I mean, it's, it'll feed two or three people easily for dessert. It's ridiculous, but it looked so good. We didn't buy one. I really wanted to try the carrot cake. I just didn't need a week's worth of carbohydrates in a box. So right. I didn't do that. Uh, and then we didn't stay long enough to see if the 14 year old kid won, but he was well on his way. Big boy, 14 years oh. old. If I'm lying, I'm dying. His foot size was probably 14 or 15. Okay. He was so he's a big, he big was a big kid. boy. Not, not fat, big, tall. He was probably six, right. or whatever. And from Stanley, New Mexico, they were, they were visiting Amarillo from Stanley and there we go. Uh, so, so he was not, but he was not flat Stanley. No, he was definitely thick, thick and, Stanley. And then the other dude, the third dude th- tossed in the towel. He was just going to, you know, glide in and pay his 75 bucks. And I thought that was the most expensive meal on the menu, but there, that's not it. The $81 tomahawk ribeye steak meal is the most expensive, but that doesn't fall under the category of the, the contest. Right. So like, wow, you can sit there and, and try to get it for free and come out 75 bucks poor if you don't, or you can get the $81 steak and right. that's, so. or you can go to, you can go to Ruth's Chris and get it, get like a six ounce filet for $68. Yeah, right. Like, With no size. You could, no size. Yeah. No size. Yeah. yeah. You, that, that meal at Ruth's Chris would be like 250 bucks. Oh, easily. So, uh, and you don't get a t-shirt. <laughs> Right. So, yes. so, well, you, you do. You get you get a T-shirt that just says "I'm a sucker," and I yeah. paid I paid three hundred fifty dollars for a little tiny piece of meat at right. this What? So I had the ribeye, the sixteen ounce ribeye with uh, with two sides, and um, I think I had one beer. We were there long enough, that, you know. And then right. Maxwell had uh, what did he have? Did he have the T-bone? I got the T-bone. What did he get? 
Anyway, he got a beautiful meal too. And so we ate that, got back on the road and stayed the first night in Perryton, Texas. Scenic hey now. Perryton, Texas, uh, which is like 15 miles south of the Oklahoma border. So the next day we woke up and we traveled to the rest of Texas, the panhandle of Oklahoma, which is probably, I don't know, 20, 30 miles, maybe that is that little skinny bit. And then right. entered into Kansas, cruised through Kansas and Dodge City and all of that, made our way up into Nebraska. And we were in Omaha Look at that, that evening for a, a family gathering. And then we left that. I had to go pick up my wife and her sister at the airport, which is the Iowa story. So I'm on my way to, I'm in Omaha. That's what the GPS is telling me on my phone, the car, the map, the, I'm in Omaha. And I put in Omaha airport and it's, I forget what it's called. It starts with me. So, yep, here you go. Boop, put it in. You're 20 minutes away, whatever. I'm cruising along and I'm starting to get closer to what I think is the airport. And all of a sudden I see a sign off the side of the road that says, welcome to Iowa. And my GPS hey. says, Welcome to Iowa. Like, Welcome to Iowa. Iowa. Uh, no, I, Omaha. Uh, no, I, Omaha. I know there's a I'm lot not, of vowels I in did. Omaha and there's a lot of vowels in Iowa, but that's the same. <laughs> so I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I have oh, put in the no. wrong airport and my wife and sister-in-law are going to be livid because I'm in Iowa. Weird Iowa. So I'm driving along thinking, well, I've got to figure out a way to pull over and look at my map or whatever. And then, I don't know, a minute later, Welcome to Nebraska. What? What? How did I go into Iowa back in Nebraska and I never made a U-turn? And apparently right. it had to do with the way the river was when they made the states back in 18-whatever. And when they started doing some water control you know, measures with the river and all of that, some of Iowa is now on that, on the Nebraska side of the river, but it's really Iowa. So anyway, yeah. Um, so I, I made it to the airport. It was the correct airport. Picked up the girls, took them to the hotel, so on and so forth. And then uh, wedding was Saturday. Beautiful, lovely, absolutely great. Uh, and then Sunday we started home, and we decided not to do the 16, 17-hour marathon from Omaha to Albuquerque. So we stopped in uh, Great Bend, I think, Kansas, and stayed the night there. And woke up the next day. And then Maxwell really wanted to do the big Texan again. So we went back into Amarillo and had lunch there, which was delightful. Stephanie got to enjoy that. And we headed home and got stuck in a huge nice. backup on I-40. Huge. We were, I think we were on the, stuck there for an hour, hour and 15, oh, probably. That's the worst. Especially on the uh, way back home. We're just ready to be, you're just ready yeah. to be home. So, yeah. so that was, so, so I didn't have the same stresses that you had trying to get the plane and the TSA and all that. Cause I was the captain of the ship. And I, right. we, we decided when we wanted to go and stay and all of that jazz. But then you've got those unexpected delays when there's a big, and it was a semi, semi was involved and the thing and the road was closed and in New Mexico, this was in New Mexico, just east of Tucumcari, like three oh. more minutes, four more minutes. And I could have been in Tucumcari. So, um, so that was, that was a bummer, but we got to listen to a little bit of football. Uh, the, the internet or the uh, cell signal wasn't robust enough for Maxwell to get the game on his phone, but XM radio had it so we could listen into the game. And uh, so we made the best of it and got home. At good, it. yeah. Yeah, so it was good fun. Do you have a, do you have a travel food? Do you, do you stop by the Stuckies oh. and get the peanut roll? Or okay. do you guys have your, your Pringles? Or what's your, yep. what is your okay. travel Great food? question. So Stephanie and I established this 30-plus years ago. Munchos and Funyuns. We have to have a bag <laughs> oh, of Munchos God. and a bag of Funyuns. And we get a couple of those 
peanut rolls. Oh my in gosh. Munchos um, and Funyuns, yeah. dude. Well, remind me never to go on a car trip with you. Oh, we're dude, never, we're never going to. So our, our, uh, our travel series is coming up sometime in the near future. Okay. Uh, but you can rest assured, ladies and gentlemen, that it will not be uh, me and Melina on the road in the car together because <laughs> Funyuns and Munchos just sounds like a oh. gastrointestinal disaster oh, so waiting to happen. <sighs> and then we did, we did find two for $3 peanut rolls uh, at a Texas gas station. So we got those two. Um, nice. And uh, so, yeah, we do have that. And then uh, beef jerky and all the other, you know, donuts, you know, yes. donuts in the thing. So we we did some of that action, but uh, big Texan, right? You get to get to eat there. And what I found really interesting was I thought it was like overpriced tourist food. No, it was legit. It was my, my ribeye was medium rare, you know, well uh, cooked, not well portioned, done, but yeah, re- really nicely done. Portion was great. I had way more French fries than I needed. The coleslaw was all homemade. Everything is homemade there, and uh, I think I paid uh, thirty bucks, and that was with the sides, everything. Thirty, nice, bucks? yeah, 20, twenty-seven bucks. I think is what it was. Couldn't believe it. It's like holy cow! I spend more than that at at, uh, at uh, Longhorn in Albuquerque. Yeah, no, you spend yeah. more than that at at the yeah. at the Chick Fil A. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it was, and then yeah. lunch was even more reasonable. Lunch was great, and I got uh, uh, Max got the burger, and I got I got the lunch size. Uh, That's because yeah. Texas they have the cows that are oh. in the backyard. Oh, you let me tell you, they're you everywhere. You got they got fresh meat. Texas cows are are like uh, shrimp in Maine. Yeah, they're lobsters yeah, in Maine. You, you just you just go out the backyard and you just snag one fresh that day. You bet, absolutely. And then, but it was you know West Texas, uh, East New Mexico is rather flat. But then when you get into Kansas and you're into those rolling hills and all of the so the corn was ready to harvest. They had Milo going. Uh, soybeans were getting ready to be harvested. So you'd see the combines out there, and it was wonderful. But the best part of that trip was once you get into that Kansas. The folks are so so nice, lovely, so absolutely lovely, and very clean. Like the the outsides of the buildings are really clean. Yeah. And so I told Stephanie, when we get home, I'm putting the house on the market. We're moving. There you go. We're moving so, to Kansas. Um, so just and just like I said, lovely people and different stores. Right? They have Menards out there. We don't have Menards down here. And then uh, Bomb Guards. It's kind of like a Menards. It's a like a. Uh, tractor supply that type of but much better i thought i thought that store was really farmer centric much more farmer focused which was nice where the tractor supplies are kind of yeah um where that you knew where you were in the united states when you walked into one of those stores right because it was very very farmer slash uh, rancher type focus so it was great and i loved every minute of it and can't wait to get back so it's great. And Excellent. then next week, next week, uh, I'm going to have to uh, take notes because we're going to another wedding. Uh, but this time we have to fly. We can't drive there because it's in Maui, Hawaii. Subway. Subway? Submarine. Bring your subway on the airplane. <laughs> or you could take a submarine drive for a yeah. ferry or something. I don't know. Put it. Put your car on a, on a, right? on a ferry boat. Oh, my gosh. So we're going to Maui uh, next week, and I will certainly report back on that excursion. And that'll be good fun because that's where my family. So the joke in our house is when there's a wedding or a funeral on my wife's side, we go to Nebraska. And when there's a wedding or a funeral on Patrick's side, we go to Maui. 
So that's the uh, that's the joke. So we're going to. So you love it when there's when there's Marion and Barryon on your oh, side yeah. of the family. You betcha, man. We, you know, you can you can have corn or you can have palm trees. Yeah, that's right. So what are yeah. you can have? So I'm uh, I, flat I'm, or uh, ocean. Yeah. yeah. So the girls and Stephanie and I are heading out there, uh, different flights, uh, for school obligations and all that. But uh, so that's the story there. It'll be good fun, and I will come back with a full and comprehensive report. Uh, from that trip. So I, I do love, but I, I do love road trips. I'm a sucker for a road trip. I am absolutely a fool for a road trip. So, and if I, if I can drive instead of fly, I will do it every time. I used to love flying when I was a kid and it was civil and folks got dressed properly. And, oh, I loved now. I, I just, I dread, I dread going through the process of flying the whole thing. Yeah is not what it used to be when in the sixties and seventies, it was an event. Like you dressed up for it and people were civil yeah, yeah. and it was just delightful. And now it's just a cattle call and spandex and you just can't unsee that. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no manners on a plane and people are rude to the flight attendants. And it's like, there's no civility. So my, my tolerance for flying isn't what it used to be. I, I'll do it. Of course. I mean, I don't have a choice, but uh, it's just not what it was. And, and especially after going, and so I'm going to go from Omaha, Nebraska, and I'm going to have to fly through Oakland to get. To, oh, oh, nice. To, yeah. So on, on, on Southwest, which I love Southwest, but folks just think it's, yeah, you know, they take off their shoes and the, real, again, the yeah, spandex it's, it's, and there's, oh, and the crop yeah. top. So, you know, this lady is trying to get her bag over her head and she's wearing a short oh, yeah. t-shirt. Now I'm seeing things that I probably shouldn't no. and definitely no. don't want to see, but no. you can't unsee it because it's happening right in front of you. It's like, hey, right ah, it is. hey. It's not fit. No, it's uh <laughs> So that'll be uying, so I'll, I'll, well. Good. Uh, yeah, I look forward to all those that. stories yeah. for sure. So, so there you go, folks. That's traveling. There it is. That's it. Traveling. Yeah, but, hey, it, hey, in the hey, in the fall. Right here. Yeah. Very much, We got some mail. We got some mail. Hey, Let's look see. at that. That's very nice. That's the kind of music that I used to associate with flying. <laughs> yeah right the, you had Dude, the, i don't know what to say about that you you, you, had, the, know, right? you had the lounge going on in the airport uh, yeah, and folks yeah, were smoking that was back in the days when you had smoking and us all the smokers were in the uh, back on of the plane right on a plane right because the and, smoke because right. the, the smoke knew to stop right yeah, at the right seat at, right so if you got the row right. right in front of smoking you were in smoke uh, you yeah. just couldn't light up um but yeah, it was just so civil and the TWA and Pan Am and, and I actually got to fly Pan Am when I was a kid. That was pretty awesome. There you go. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, so the mailbag, what's in the mailbag, Deacon? Uh, the mailbag is full oh. of um, yeah, not so much. <laughs> Apparently it's a very quiet mailbag. I've kind of missed the show the show prep on the I don't know, I haven't really I, I've been a little out of the mailbag. Um, <laughs> so I'm not sure. So we'll we'll make the we'll make the the uh, we'll we'll last fry the mailbag. So, you know, as you travel, uh, yeah. be kind to the Please. to the people around you. Be kind to the flight attendants, be kind to the people in the car. Yes. Uh, if you're if you're eating the funyuns and uh, you're having some 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 issues, you know, be polite. Roll down the window. You know, stop. Just, oh. You know, to, 
Just, just be, being be nice. Is you've got controls of all the there, windows. There it is. We're doing an evacuation at 75 miles an hour. Here we go. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Enjoy enjoy time with, uh, with friends, family, yourself, the airport, the road trip, whatever it is. Uh, bring joy to all those around you. And no matter where you go, uh, whether you're in the car, in the plane, on a boat, uh, planes, trains, or automobiles, you will have access to the joy that is the last fry. Please visit us on Instagram at the last fry podcast, Facebook at the last fry and Twitter at last fry podcast. Please leave us a comment about this or any of our episodes. We really appreciate your feedback. The Pulse bumper music was composed by Evgeny Kiselevich and is used under a royalty-free license purchased through safemusiclist.com. Mailbag music and additional sound effects are provided via a royalty-free license purchased through fesslianstudios.com donation and from the YouTube Studio Library. Use of other sound effects or music beds will be credited in the episode notes when appropriate.